Hey everyone, welcome back to the Literacy-Based Speech Therapy Podcast. My name is Ashley. And my name is Kaylin. We are both licensed speech-language pathologists. If you have a love of picture books and want fresh ideas for using them in your therapy session, then you are in the right place. Today, on our favorites episode, we will be sharing our top pirate books, just so much fun. If you would like to take a few notes about these books, you can print off the free download we provided in the show notes. All of these books we are talking about are readily available from your library. We also provide the Amazon links if there are some you would like to add to your personal library. These books are complete episodes, which mean they have a plan and take actions to solve it. And with any pirate book, just a little extra, with any pirate book, you're going to get a great opportunity for heavy practice with the medial R sound, so pirate. Some of these books, we will also have a narrative note companion to go with it if you want to take a quick print-and-go cheat sheet to your therapy session to make it easy for you. All the work's done for you. There's also key teaching points with the themed pirate theme, and we list out some pirate books that more pirate books than the ones we're going to talk about today, and we tell you just some of the concepts you could use these books for. And then we also have a free resource on the SweetSouthernSpeech.com blog where we have a book search where you can filter through and look for the pirate theme, and you can access more information about each book as well and how to use it in therapy. So Ashley, why don't you get us started with our first book? Okay, so the first book, this is one I've had for a long time. It is a little golden book called How to Be a Pirate by Sue Fleiss. It has a lot of like piratey talk, like piratey language where, you know, like me as the, it uses me Our as matey. Like the, right, as the subject pronoun. Like we don't mm-hmm. say, you know, well, it's like shiver me timbers, you know, and then it uses the ye instead of you. What mm-hmm. I do love about it is it does have a lot of diversity in the characters. So that's always really important to look for when you're choosing books. It has really great illustration scenes. And so what I mean by that, it's like a two page spread on every page. And it's just a great scene if you want to go kind of off the script and kind of just use them as discussion points. So this book also has really great vocabulary. All of these kind of have, in my opinion, Kaylin, kind of piratey vocabulary language, which, you know, mm-hmm. is kind of is kind of subject specific, but they're fun and a lot of things, you know, are relatable. It's a great sequencing book because it has, you know, steps or instructions on how to become a pirate. You can use it for character analysis of what a, you know, like what a pirate is. It does have a rhyming cadence to it. So it kind of lends itself to early childhood or elementary age. It is a complete episode. So that's, you know, we mentioned that earlier. We always try to, we always try to find books with a complete episode plot just to teach that story grammar. If you're looking for some sounds, you're going to get obviously that medial R for pirate, initial SH sound, initial and final P sound. The next book I wanted to share is a new one that we've discovered recently. It's called Pirates Perfect Pet. It's darling. Which yes. is a great little alliteration right there. Uh, and it's by Beth Ferry, who is an author that we love. She's mm-hmm. also done, I think it's the Stick and Stone yes. series of books and a couple other ones that um, 
I'm familiar with. I can't think of them off the top of my head now, but I know she's done the Stick and Sewn series. So I, we love her books. Um, it's a great Scarecrow and Swashby the sk- by the Sea. Swashby by the Sea. Oh, yes. Love okay. Swashby by the Sea. Okay. This is kind of an aside, but oftentimes when we love a lot of books by one author, they all kind of have a similar feel or similar format. Her books are all very different. So that's very. that's interesting. But this one isn't a cute one because the pirate, the main character gets a a note from his mom and then he has to check off all the things that make him a pirate, you know, so he has the hook, he has the eye patch, he has a ship, but he doesn't have a pet. So they go and search for a pet and it goes to a lot of different places and they see a lot of different, you know, kind of trial and error, a lot of different animals and why they wouldn't be good or not good for a pet. And so that's a great sequencing opportunity here and great vocabulary. The illustrations are very clever in my opinion i think mm-hmm. because like they go to a be- like a populated beach like kind of like a what i call a present day beach it's great for inferencing which you get often in pirate theme books you can predict with this one so you can predict where they're going to go next you can predict what kind of animals would or wouldn't you know make a good pet you get some great adjectives so good really grammar in this book lots of linguistic verbs some text features which are important to always point out to our students and then has some repetitive text opportunities so every time they go to a new place there's the little there's a phrase that's repeated a lot i kind of feel like it's a little too long for like a preschool attention span. So keep that in mind. If you're going to use this book, I probably would recommend it a little more for elementary or upper elementary. The sounds that you're going to get out of this book are the initial KR for the, I think his name is pirate. Is it crew? Captain Crave and then crew. And then the initial K again for captain, the initial P and the medial R sound. So pirates, perfect pet by beth fairy i think it was such a great find so cute some of these books they don't have a ton of ratings but they're so good they don't it only has like 60 like only 60 or so reviews on amazon but i'm like why you know this is another one of those i'm like why why does it why does it not have more it's one you want to add to your library um the next one is the pirates next door by johnny duddle Doodle? I think so. Johnny Duddle. Johnny Duddle. So there's a little girl. The house next door has been vacant for a really long time, but now there is a new family moving in. And who will this family be? And she really hopes that it is a family with kids because she doesn't have any kids in her neighborhood. And then who pops up? It is a big pirate ship in the front lawn next (laughs) door. And this house or this neighborhood is a very boring and also just very judgmental neighborhood. <laughs> so a pirate ship, pirate family move in and everybody is just very offended, concerned that these pirates are living in their neighborhood. And how can we get these pirates out? But the little girl is just really excited because there is now a little boy named Jim Ladd who she can play with and she thinks he's pretty cool. And so this story kind of has like a graphic graphic novel hybrid feel with the illustrations and the call outs, um, which is really fun. And I think really great for the early, the elementary and then the upper elementary kids. And then this book has some really good vocabulary outside of the pirate 
kind of talk. There's some good sequencing, regular past tense verbs, adjectives, prepositional phrases, and negation. So great grammar components. And then you can compare and contrast a pirate's life with Tilda's life, the little girl. This book is also full of rhyming and prediction, which is great for your elementary kiddos. And then the social emotional concepts. So the fact that the townspeople are not kind to these pirates and are very quick to judge them. But in the end, they all of a sudden changed their mind because they got something good out of it. Yeah. And I'll let you discover that. So this is a complete episode. You will get the opportunity because of the word pirate for the medial R. And then you can also use, because the little boy's name is Jim Ladd, you can address the initial J whenever you are discussing the book or asking questions or having the, the, your student retell the story. So the next book is a brand new book so great. It's called Clyde the Kraken Wants a Friend by Brooke Hartman. K-L-Y-D-E, which... And then Kraken is K-R-A-K-E-N. So if you don't know what a Kraken is, it's a sea monster. This story is centered on a sea monster named Clyde, and he really wants a friend, but he's a sea monster. So everybody is scared of him. Everybody, all the sea creatures. And he just thinks that, oh, well, if I just give them a hug, maybe they'll be my friend. And so he tries to hug all of these different sea creatures who run away or swim away, I guess you should say. So the problem, this is a great problem solving book. Clyde has a hard time making friends. So what should he do to make a friend? Would you be friend with Clyde? And then he sees a pirate ship full of pirates and he gets very excited so he gives them a great big hug and if you have like that mental picture of a huge sea monster kind of like a huge squid hugging a pirate ship it breaks the pirate ship and the pirates all fall out and the Clyde is so concerned like what did I do and then these pirates teach him not every friend wants to be hugged some friends want a high five and so this is a great book for the pragmatic uh, social emotional concept of not everyone wants to be a hug and how to make friends and how to figure that out. You can also do great character analysis, the illustration study. There's rhyming in the book. And then it is a complete episode. So the plan is that Clyde wants to find a friend. Great for early childhood and elementary. And then you'll get that initial KL blend and the initial KR blend. So that's Clyde the Kraken, Once a Friend by Brooke Hartman. It is newer, but definitely worth searching on Amazon. I love that. The next book I wanted to share, this is also, we did a, um, I think it was last year, we did a brand new book companion for Pete the Cat and the Treasure Map by James Dean. This was also shared on my Instagram Really cute Pete the Cat book. I love all the Pete the Cat books because they all have a great message in them, but they are great, complete episodes. They go into detail with the story setting and, you know, problem solving in a very simplistic way. So I think it's very relatable and a great, you know, for early childhood, obviously Pete the Cat books are great for early childhood, but definitely your elementary students as well, because there's some really good vocabulary in this. So this is a good problem solving because Captain Pete and his crew set out on an adventure, but they encounter 
a sea monster and they have issues, but then he comes and helps them at the end and they find treasure. And it's just a really cute, all the familiar characters for Pete the Cat. Grumpy Toad is in it as well. So you can use this one for character analysis about, you know, judging or not being scared. It also, you know, self-confidence when you face your fears. There's some inferencing opportunities, some predicting opportunities about what's going to happen next in the story. There's some good text features, as with a lot of the Pete the Cat books, they use a lot of good text features to help kids, you know, relate like how you're supposed to read the text with emotion. And then you can use high frequency for this, um, if you're doing articulation, the initial P for Pete, the medial R, obviously for pirate, initial K for cat, you get some final ER, and then also S blends. So if you're all, if you're taking notes or if you've downloaded the key teaching points, these things that we're going through telling you all the, you know, high points, what you can get out of each book. This is exactly what our key teaching points do. It helps you select a book. So keep that in mind if you're taking notes or you can just go look at all of these in the key teaching points that's available in my TPT store. We link that in the show notes. The next book I wanted to share is 10 Little Pirates by Mike Brownlow. And this is a series I discovered, I think it was last fall. There's this whole series of books by him. And there's like, 10 little dinosaurs, you know, 10 little monsters, and they all have a very same theme. It's a great sequencing book. One of those like counting books where it starts off, you know, 10, then nine, then eight, then like, you know, something happens to one of them and there's a cute little rhyme. And so it's great for sequencing as you're counting down the pirates and the events that take place. In my opinion, it's kind of worrisome. Some of the things that happen to the (laughs) what happens to the pirates, like, oh, okay. But at the end, all is well, and it's really cute and it's funny, but some great present progressive verb opportunities. So you're for working on that ING and then um, great for studying the illustrations, some good text features. I love this one for some phonological awareness because there's rhyming is some good repetitive text in all of these books, but especially 10 Little Pirates. It is a complete episode, even though it kind of seems very simplistic as far as like a sequencing countdown book, you do get at the beginning, you know, you do get a plan and all the step, all the sequencing steps or how to, you know, enjoy their day. And then it is a complete episode. I would use it primarily with early childhood just because it, the, the graphics are and the pictures illustrations are a little more immature or juvenile in their appearance. So for the sound, you're going to get a heavy TH, heavy L, heavy R, and the heavy final TS for pirates. Okay, next we have The Pirates Are Coming by John Condon. So this is another one of those that I found on Amazon that doesn't have a lot of reviews or ratings, but it is so good. You can also look it up on YouTube Read Aloud so you can become familiar with it. But it's about a little boy who is waiting on a hill for the pirates to come so he can go notify his town. So the problem here is that he has a hard time figuring out what a pirate ship looks like. And so the first time he sees it ends up being a rowboat. But he goes and he tells his townspeople, the townspeople, and they all hide. But it ends up just being a rowboat. So his dad gives him each time a clue on what he should look for and it's describing he's describing what a pirate ship is so you can address sequencing because you can do the 
boats that this little boy finds. You can also do a little bit of inferencing with your illustration study with how the townspeople are responding each time. Eventually, they get a little annoyed with the fact that the boy keeps coming. It's kind of like the boy who cried wolf. So you can also address that there's the predicting of why what are they going to do when the pirates come then finally the pirates do come and they don't see anybody and it ends up that the pirates were the townspeople's family and friends and so they were just really excited to see their family and friends who have been gone for a really long time you can address there's great text features great phonological awareness with the rhyming. It is a complete episode, great for early childhood and elementary. You'll get the initial SH, the medial R, initial W, and initial K. So the pirates are coming. The last book a lot of you are probably familiar with, it is the um, How I Became a Pirate by Melinda Long. The illustrator did No David books. David Shannon. This book has great vocabulary. It is great for sequencing. Um, What I would probably sequence is once the boy is on the ship, all the different things that he did on the ship that led him to decide that he no longer wanted to become a pirate. It is great for character analysis. You can analyze what a pirate is, but you can also do some character analysis with the boy. His name is Jeremy. Um, It is great for predicting, great text features, has great illustrations, and great for the regular um, present tense verbs, so adding the S at the end, and linguistic verbs. It is a complete episode. I would recommend it for early childhood and elementary. And then again, his name is Jeremy, so you will get a lot of opportunities for the initial J sound and also that medial air, vocalic R, and the medial ear because the captain is braid beard so it says his name as well which also allows you that opportunity for the br blend so those are all the pirate books we have today so these are eight pirate books that we love and think they would be very valuable in your speech room you can download the free notes taking pages The link is in the show notes. You can also download, if you don't want to take notes and you just want to print all of this out, you can download the key teaching points. This would be in our themed key teaching points list under pirates. You can also look for the book companions and the narrative notes for these books as well. Everything is linked in our show notes. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We know you're a busy SLP, so thanks for spending some of your time with us today. Click the description for this episode on your listening app or go to sweetsouthernspeech.com to access the show notes. We will include any links mentioned. And to continue the conversation, come hang out with us on Instagram at Literacy Based Speech Therapy, where we share lots of books to use in your therapy sessions. We would love to hear your thoughts on what you heard today. Please leave us a review on your listening app. We'll catch you in the next episode.